Welcome to the Restless Soul Podcast. We're all restless in a way, chasing after things to find some kind of meaning in this crazy world. Each episode, a guest will share their story and talk about their spiritual quest to satisfy that deep longing. For me, I was restless before I knew God, and now I'm restless as ever. But enough about me. On to the pod. Well, Joe Torma, welcome to the podcast. Mm, thank you. <laughs> Never know what to say when you're being recorded. I don't know. <laughs> but I also know you can edit everything, so. <laughs> exactly. No, no, no sweat. At least there's no red light blinking in your face like cameras, mm. you know? That's the worst. Yeah. Stress. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, man. Well, I'm so excited to talk to you about your story today. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, let's start us off, man. Tell, tell us about your story. How did your spiritual journey begin? Oh, wow. Um, very open-ended. Um, hmm. well, I was born Catholic, uh, and very grateful for that actually. And, uh, yeah, I, I just want to compliment my parents because I just think when I reflect on it, they did a really good job of raising us kids uh, in the faith, but also raising us in, uh, really exposing us to a lot of, um, I guess you could say maybe like an ecumenical theme, uh, if you will, of, uh, um, the Protestant church, uh, but still like rooted in Catholicism. And so they would take us to like Christian conferences and, you know, it was very open to praise and worship and, uh, you know, just, did a lot of great stuff um, while also focused on the sacraments. Uh, and so I felt like it was really well-rounded. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I definitely probably took it for granted uh, growing up and didn't quite realize it, but then reflecting on it uh, just later in high school and even in college, um, I've been very grateful to them for that. And so thanks, Mom and Dad. <laughs> and then um, Faith. Hmm. Yeah, a big, a big focus on a personal relationship with with God uh, growing up. And uh, my, um, both my parents were were great examples of this. And they would, you know, just have a a simple like morning prayer time. And that was a lot of times the foundation um, in in exploring that. And so um, just wanted to try to also incorporate that into my own life. Um, and, and, and that led to even in high school being involved with, uh, just youth, not only youth group, but the other, uh, other ministries in high school and reaching underclassmen and, um, and just incorporating my faith into those areas, uh, and continuing to grow. And so, uh, that was, yeah, I have a lot of fond memories of, of that. Um, and yeah, very grateful. And then uh, I actually, <laughs> I didn't know where I wanted to go for college. And so um, my, my mom went to Ball State, Trip Trip, and she <laughs> recommended that uh, she knew that Focus, Fellowship of Catholic University Students, was going to be uh, at Ball State for the, first, uh, for the first time that the year that I was going to be a freshman. Mm-hmm. And so she challenged me to look at uh, going to college not only for your degree, but also somewhere where you'd grow in your faith. And so 
<laughs> that ended up being Ball State, which is not where you would typically think. Yeah. Uh, and uh, but but the year before, as a senior in high school, I went on a focus conference uh, more as a chaperone, actually, for my. <laughs> my older sister and her boyfriend at the time they're now married and so uh but yeah I was just kind of like a tag along and and I remember really loving the conference uh and 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 being excited that focus was going to be at Ball State so uh and then transitioning to college there and, and being involved with focus with with bible studies and discipleship and all of that good stuff. I know that's where I met you as well, Ben. Yep. Uh, and so, and also incorporating just the, you know, like exploring more of like the holy hours and, you know, you know, it was cool to go to adoration on Thursday nights, uh, yeah, was. <laughs> followed by steak and shake. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so that was just good. I think one thing that focuses really well is community. And so that was huge. Uh, definitely grew that Newman center um, but also grew my faith in a lot of ways. Uh, so very, very blessed to, to have that experience uh, as well. And then uh, transitioning even uh, almost to, yeah, post-college to now, I, uh, um, yeah, that's actually been probably the harder part because you can feel a bit lost and like and what to do and what's next you're used to kind of going on you know the next grade in school and so <laughs> figuring out what to do uh and and life right after college wasn't super easy and so uh with regards to thinking like oh this is what you would normally do uh so i know that one big thing was that we started our our men's group uh, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh shortly after i know you had you had graduated uh, from from Ball State, and so, and then, geez, that was in 2014. Yeah, I got because you you graduated in 13. Yeah, yeah, I was in 14. So, and it was probably a year after 15. That. 15. Yeah, yeah, so 2015. Hey, six years. Um, so, wow. <laughs> but th- that we've been co-leading that that men's group, uh, which has been also very life giving and very good, uh, and just like a good source of consistent like male fraternity. Uh, which has been great. And, um, yeah, let's see so many different places you can kind of go, um, in the journey of your faith. Um, I think one thing that, uh, yeah, I love sharing this. Um, well, I don't love it. It's actually a source of tension (laughs) in like internally internal tension, um, for myself, but, uh, like in 2019, I really grew um, a lot in my faith just by being like more open with myself and and my relationship with the Lord and sort of um, just being open to not only like his love in a new way, but uh, like coming out for, for other people to love me. And so that was getting involved with Eden Invitation. Mm. Um, and so, which is for people not only with that experience, same-sex attractions, but also um, gender discordance. And and so, yeah, that uh, was just a big, a big step, really good. Um, <laughs> something that has uh, taken time for sure. I definitely, um, yeah, live in joyful hope of sort of like what the Lord has planned 
but that's always been i guess if you will maybe like a source of like futility of like you know what what does one with ssa if you will uh do next uh in their life and so but in a way coming to terms with that like earlier in life um and realizing like yeah okay like i know i want community i know um like i need to have a strong relationship with the lord um and um yeah, realizing that that is uh, the relationship with the Lord is going to be my foundation, should be all of our foundations, but um, that, I, that I'm that i not going to put, uh, I think sometimes we can fall into the trap of like focusing on like who our future spouse is going to be, which mm-hmm. is fine. Um, <laughs> you know, it's a good thing to, to pray on and, and to um, be open to and discern. But uh, I know that I like needed to, um, that that would maybe be a little bit more like rocky ground for myself. So I would, um, so I, in a way, like just was like, okay, Jesus, <laughs> it's going to be you and me. <laughs> um, uh, and so, but yeah, that has been a source of a lot of good growth um, in the area of faith and just like good community, um, you know, community where you're heard in a unique way. Um, and uh yeah, also a super fun community. Oh my gosh, the people that I'm friends with within EI uh, for short mm. is is um, they're like total joys. I wish that they could meet all of my other friends as well. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they will one day. But um, yeah, I would say that's to current. Sorry, I kind of went all over the place. I'll probably be better with like structured questions. <laughs> um, otherwise, I'll keep rambling. No, that was awesome. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much, Joe, for, for sharing. <laughs> Seriously. Um, <clears throat> man, I just admire you so much, Joe, <laughs> for so many reasons. Um, your faith and your witness. And, um, yeah, I, I really just look up to you a lot. So uh, I probably should have told you that off, off oh air. No. But, I, but I really mean that. So Yeah, no, same. I look up to you in a lot of ways. Um, wow, okay. I'm sure you're making me emotional. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm back on track. So, um, thinking back to um, your story, and, and you know, you mentioned you, you, you grew up in a, in, a, in a family that was very Catholic. Um, you know, were you ever did you ever feel like you were searching? Like, was there a point where you struggled with faith or tried to understand it or, or just a moment where you really owned it? Like, yeah, tell me a little bit about that. Hmm. Yeah, I definitely, uh, I think when I was a junior in high school, I kind of like, that was when I really kind of came to terms with the, uh, same sex attractions and then decided like, okay, um, I, I would have I would call myself like a reserved extrovert at the time and just was holding back in a lot of ways kind of like my personality which was not the best because I know like you know God gave us all unique personalities that that he wants to show the world and so I just decided to kind of like let that um, I don't know let my personality show a little bit more um, and then it was kind of a double double-edged sword because I also decided like well you know I know that this like what do I really like see as my future and you know what lifestyle do I want to live um 
And so just, I guess, the questioning that, but also, like, discerning that, um, you know, it's, you know, I don't... (laughs) don't want to put forth that I have like a totally like clean track record or anything no there's definitely been um I mean we all have ups and downs we all have struggles I'm not I'm not saying that, that anybody doesn't uh but I don't want to paint the picture that that mine has been um just all with Jesus and so uh yeah I I've always known that like I wouldn't leave the Lord and I don't know why I don't know why that's like ingrained in me mm. I don't know if it's you know something that my parents did growing up in a good way that, you know, introduced me to the faith, but I just knew that I would always like come back home to the Lord. Um, even though sometimes I would stray (laughs) and, um, but yeah, that's been something that when I've, when I've looked elsewhere, uh, for life or for, um, community, you know, I, I know what's out there and I've experienced it and, um, I didn't find just peace uh, there. And so I would just kind of like come on home um, back to the um, back to the Lord. And what and that would look like, you know, coming back to just coming back to mass, coming back to um, the Eucharist, the sacraments, coming back to potentially like just prayer if that was lacking. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, I don't know if that answered your question with like what was the struggle um, yeah, that, but I just remember distinctly, like, that period in high school kind of being, like, okay, like, I have to start making some decisions mm-hmm. with regards to kind of how I'm going to proceed. <laughs> yeah, right, right, wow. Um, well, yeah, I mean, and, and, uh, we c- whatever you're not comfortable with sharing, like, just let me know, it's, you know, um, yeah, we can only we should only talk about what you're comfortable with talking about. But how how did you or do you how um, reconcile the two? Like your your what you're experiencing, your attraction, like all of that with faith with God. I mean, that's that's a that's got to be that's a lot. Like you said, you had, you had to like make a decision with with faith based upon, um, you call it SSA, same-sex attraction. Yeah. I mean, that that's, I mean, I can't imagine. Like, that's that's huge. That's a huge thing to, to wrestle with. So, again, whatever you're comfortable with sharing, um, how did you, how did you, like, work that, work those two together? Yeah. Mm. I don't really know. I didn't have a plan or anything. Um, I didn't really sit down and say, like, this is how it's going to go. But I also know that like the Lord doesn't waste our time, and so or our experiences, uh, and so there's definitely a lot that I've learned from. Um, I just know that I need to stay close to the Lord, um, and uh, I kind of love living in like the I mentioned it earlier, sort of that try to try to have it be a joyful hope. Um, sometimes it's more just hope <laughs> and not always joyful, but that, uh, and, and sort of maybe just also like faith, just trust that, that I know things will work out, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. even though it's uh, like out of my control. And I also love like the idea of the Lord surprising me, 
um, and just uh, it's kind of like when you when you go to prayer and like like a lot of times when I pray a rosary, I'll just say it for Mary's intentions, and then and um, and I know like her intentions are far greater than mine. Um, mine are still very important, and you know, as a heavenly mother, she recognizes those intentions, and so she's not only gonna like intercede for those, but also um, so much more. I just know that like it's 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 you know when you when you're done with prayer, I'm like, okay, well, like now I'm excited to see how the Lord's gonna take care of this, whatever, and, and it could be related to SSA, it could be related to something at work that day, or mm-hmm. I, whatever life, whatever's going on in life. Um, knowing that the, um, just trust and faith in the Lord, that whole, you know, take care of you. Yeah. Hmm. Well, tell me more about your relationship with God. Um, certainly it was instilled. I've met your mom before. And so (laughs) I can see, you know, how, how she, um, yeah, where that faith kind of comes from passed down a bit. Um, but tell me a little bit about like what your relationship with God looks like. You know, how do you see him? Has that um, evolved over time? Yeah. What, what is it? I mean, clearly, your relationship with God is is strong enough that you, like you just said, you're just like, I just want to be close to him. You know, and that's there's a lot in that sentiment. I think there's a lot behind that. So tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, relationship with the Lord. I always, whenever I hear that question, I think back to like. Is Jesus like my friend, my brother? <laughs> uh, you know, do I don't do do I see like God? Do I focus more on God the Father? Kind of like those uh, uh, different different ways of being in relationship uh, with the Lord. And one one that I've always kind of liked a little bit, be, being the youngest of five, and also being the only boy, was like, oh, Jesus is my brother. Um, like focusing on that and like what it would be like to be in the Holy Family and then, uh, but to be like a sibling uh, within the Holy Family and just knowing like, of course they would, you know, welcome uh, me. And and so uh, I, I will say like that in prayer uh, has been has been fruitful, but also like uh, I love, um, sometimes I don't know what to do with God the Father. I'm like, uh, I don't know. I, I, I love God the Father, but I don't know how to, I think about like just the Old Testament and then sometimes it kind of like scares me and I'm like, oh, what do I, um, yeah, but, but like the mystery there and sort of the unknown, um, is, is also like exciting, uh, to see like, I know I have a lot of ways to grow in my relationship with God the Father. Um, so yeah. Well, getting back to, 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 again, your, your, your sentiment of, um, you said, you know, I need to be close to the Lord. I mean, that is, that is profound. Like that's something that I try to pray that, that prayer of like, God, I want to need you help me need you mm. because it's so easy for me at least to like not need him. Like, it's like I need myself or whatever. Um, I'm, I'm in control. So hearing you talk about that is really awesome. Um, Here's a question for you. Why why do you feel that you need to be close to him or want to be close to him? I guess I don't know where else I would go. Um, <laughs> and I, uh, 
And when I think about being close to the Lord, I, a lot of times we'll think about just the Mass and the Eucharist. Uh, for me, that's just like physically being close to the Lord. I know we can be close to the Lord uh, really anywhere we are. But uh, yeah, that's been something that even during like COVID, that's been really nice to be able to uh, just have the time to go to daily mass, um, or at least be able to make the time uh, uh, more readily than than I feel that I could before. And um, and also like an area of growth, uh, I guess there are a lot of things you couldn't do. And one of the things that you could do is go to mass. So there's that. Um, yeah, I just, I mean, it's, I feel like it's, it's very human to be, it's like, you know, when you're at home, like I'm, I'm always a little happier typically when my roommates are home, just because even though they might be doing dishes or like their everyday lives, Mm -hmm. just their presence, um, gives you sort of that like warm feeling of being with other people. And so, uh, I think of it in that same way of my relationship with the Lord. Um, and so, and, and he can meet me and he can meet us there in, in prayer and reading scripture or just, uh, really kind of doing any daily task and kind of weaving prayer into those daily tasks if, if we're mindful of it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but yeah, that's how I would say, like, I, I come close to the Lord. Um, I always love when I experience the Lord, uh, through other people as well. Uh, and, and a lot of times, sometimes that's unexpected, but, uh, it could be a phone call. It could be, you know, a text message that someone just decides to send me. Um, mm. and, and yeah, just feeling the Lord's presence even in those moments. Mm. That's awesome. Speaking of your home, <laughs> I, I, I have to say, uh, it would be wrong for me not to say that just over the years, you know, your house has really been like, I feel like such a, such a solace, a place of solace for so many people. It's certainly a, a, a huge community building place. It's a, I, I just see so many people coming through Club Blue, the, the name <laughs> of your place. Um, and it's just so cool to see how much of a social hub it is and um, just how so many people from so many different places come to this place and you really just open up your home. Like I feel like you really have that gift of hospitality and of course, it's part of your work, but just as a person, it's a, it's, I think it's ingrained in you, and um, it's really, it's been really cool just to see how, how just like open you are to your space, and um, and just all the memories that we've made in our men's group, and but yeah, just like yeah, that idea of like solace, this idea of like, you know, you, you mentioned your, you know, that home that you feel. I think other people feel that who don't who don't live there, um, and. I think that's so cool that you're, yeah, you're, you're really like allowing people to, and I don't even know if you're conscious of this, but it, it feels like you're, you're, you have a family at Club Blue and you're wanting other people to be a part of that family. And that sounds a little mushy, but like, <laughs> I think it's, there's something there like spiritually too, that I'm just, I'm so thankful that you've been able, you've been willing to do that with your home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. All things hospitality are just fun. So I'm all about it. <laughs> <laughs> and your snack game. I'm so thankful for your snack game. <laughs> it constantly impresses me. <laughs> Good. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah. Okay. So so back on our story here. So you, you, you said, um, you know, you want to be close to God because, you know, where else 
where else would I go, right? Kind of like St. Peter says, you know, where, to whom shall we go, Lord? You have the words of everlasting life. Um, so, yeah, have you have you tried to go other other places? And and what was that like? You know, did it? What'd you find? Mm. Yeah, I know I referenced this maybe a little bit earlier, but uh, yeah, very much a homebody, and that I kind of like grew up in South Bend and. Um, I've never left <laughs> outside <laughs> of going to Ball State. Um, <laughs> and so, um, yeah, I definitely, um, yeah, I'll, I've, I don't know, it's very like prodigal son-esque, uh, if you will, and, and that I've, um, I've definitely left to go experience, you know, some of the, the SSA culture mm-hmm. and just, uh, I mean, that's just first what comes to mind. And so, uh, and just seeing like kind of what was there and, um, there's definitely community there. There's definitely, you know, a lot going on there. Uh, but I just think, you know, is that was that was also just a really strong tension because, you know, praise God, I was just really well rooted in good community, uh, and through just the young adult life, through Notre Dame, through you know parish life, and um, also just through my growing up through my parents, and so there was just sort of like that that internal tension there that I was, I was like I know um, what I'm doing, I probably shouldn't be doing. Um, you know, I want to meet those people where they're at, but uh, I knew that like I wasn't being fed there, and um, that you know I wasn't uh, being spiritually fed, and, and I wasn't really growing, uh, just as growing in, in in my faith, growing as as I would want to grow as a human being by um, trying to, I guess, if you will, like live a life in in that space. Uh, and so, but in a way I'm grateful that I at least like had that experience. So I know, uh, sometimes, unfortunately, that's how I learn best or we learn best is, (laughs) is through experience, even if the experience is, well, we know (laughs) shouldn't happen in the first place. Uh, yeah, but, and, and then also not only the internal tension, but the lack of peace, um, that I had. Um, and it's, it's hard to serve two masters, (laughs) right? Um, you know, actually you really can't do it, but, uh, I think a lot of times I would try. Mm. Well, on a, on a deeper level, what, what were you looking for? Hmm. What was I looking for? That's a great question. I think the word intimacy comes to mind. Uh, just intimacy and you know of course when we hear that word we think of you know marriage and sort of that type of um intimate relationship and and sure i'm i'm sure i i I was looking for that but also just intimacy in in friendship intimacy in um um yeah also in community sometimes i would feel that i had a lot of strong acquaintances uh and and not very deep uh, rooted friendships. And so, 
that's one way that Eden Imitation has really been good, but also hard. <laughs> is you know you have to in order to be in order to give people the opportunity to love you you um i mean i would need to come out to them <laughs> and then you know it's kind of like placing it in their lap as to how they would want to receive you um so um i forgot the question yeah 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 what you were looking, what you were looking for oh yeah. what was i looking for yeah, uh, yeah, intimacy, I would say. Yeah, yeah, wow. That is, yeah, I identify with that. I'm sure, I'm sure all our listeners do, but that is like, that's hitting the nail on the nose. Like, that's for my story too. Um, yeah, yeah, I was alluding to this earlier as we were talking before we were recording the, the podcast. Um, yeah, it's hard to reveal deep things about yourself. Uh, I'm sure you, you know, but it is. I have a lot, for me. I have a lot of like. There's a lot of mother, uh, things wounds, mother wounds, that I have, and my mom's story is a, is a long story, and she's been through shoot through hell in her childhood. She went through a lot of, really bad stuff, um, and so, she's wounded, very much, and so for me, I. Um, yeah, the first, like, from, like, when I was, like, three until I was, like, six or seven, um, I didn't really have a, my mom in my life because my dad, like, left her and we moved from Georgia. And so during those years, I didn't I didn't have a mom. And uh, and I didn't, you know, didn't really realize this, until, you know, looking back now that I didn't get that nurturing side and uh, I didn't get that intimacy that, a, that only a mother can give. And my dad did an amazing job, and um, but it just wasn't the same, you know. And uh, and I remember from a very early age. I remember in, in kindergarten, I remember kissing girls, and I remember first grade. I remember I remember like I remember really really liking this one girl, and and uh, I'm sure other people have have had that experience of like liking someone that young. But I feel like I, I had a lot of friends who like thought girls were gross, <laughs> and so I feel like there's something going on there. And then of course once I was in high school, I was just like I was always dating. Like I couldn't be alone. It seemed like. And, and looking back now, like, yeah, like, like you said, look, it was intimacy. Like I wanted intimacy and I didn't really get it. And even now, like with my mom, like we have, we're of a much better relationship, but I, I wouldn't say that I have, I wouldn't say that I have intimacy with my mom. Um, and that, that sucks. Um, but I'm thank so thankful for her. She's an amazing mom and, um, she, she loves as best as she, as she can. Um, and, uh, but but I but I feel that and you know I'm married now and I still I still like I, I it's just not enough mm-hmm. <laughs> I still feel this like this intimacy thing and um, Sarah's told me she's like Ben I you know I love you and I'll try to do everything I can to make up for any love you didn't get and but it's like there's that there's just a hole there it's like you know God sized hole to be cliche but like it's so true it's like like that's why I need God like it, it's only only He gives me that peace like you said and. Um. Yeah, intimacy. My gosh. Yeah, it's it's what we're all we're we're hungry for. It, you know. It's like uh, like, you know, like food. It's like you're going to feed. You're going to eat something. <laughs> like we're going to find a way. Uh, and it might not be good, but we 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 have to find a way to find intimacy. Um, and uh, so, anyways, yeah. Thank you for for sharing that. Yeah. No, thank you for sharing. Mm. Um, well, 
Do you do you identify with restlessness? With rest, uh, yeah, I'd say yes. <laughs> how do you? Uh, <laughs> how, yeah. How, how does how do you, how does that go? Is that hand in hand with faith? Does that play with faith? Are you? Do you find yourself even though now you that you do have the Lord, in your life? Do you do you find yourself restless at all? Hmm. Yeah, restless. I'm definitely restless if I, um, you know, it's, it's tangible. Sometimes when you skip prayer, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I definitely will notice sort of a restlessness uh, come upon me. And, um, and then even when I decide to pray, that's really hard because, uh, you know, my mind will wander to different anxieties or different different things that I want to get done and and so forth and so you can be restless there uh, yeah and then restless with sort of with with knowing you know what's sort of what's next in life uh, mm-hmm. when your path is maybe not the what you had thought it would be uh, it's probably true for a lot of people <laughs> <laughs> And and so, yeah, restless and knowing, yeah, what's, um, yeah, it, it, so your mission um, in life. A lot of times, you know, it will be very simple. You know, I, I try to reflect on, like, Christ's life was so simple for, for what, for like 30 years, right? And then... Is that when did he begin his public ministry? I should know this. Yeah. Was it at thirty or thirty three? Yeah, thirty, and then he died. At yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Things I should know that I don't. Uh, <laughs> I have a long list, and so yeah. So for thirty of his years, thirty years of his life, he was just doing like day to day things, mm. and a lot of times, I can get caught up in that and be like, "What am I doing? I'm <laughs> I'm restless. I'm not doing anything." Or I expect every weekend. To, for there to be something like big or major to happen in life. And that's not normal or that, you know, that's not the norm. Uh, much of our lives are lived in, in sort of that simplicity. And so, yes, I would say when I think of the word restless and those things come to mind, those experiences. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of prayer and making time, Got any tips and tricks? <laughs> uh, Joe Torma's tips and tricks for <laughs> just yeah how to yeah how to make time for prayer. Um, just some yeah practical things that you do to make time for God. Mm. Yeah, pray in the morning. Uh, yeah, I know people can pray whenever. We should be praying all the time. Uh, and some people have very fruitful prayer lives, prayer times that happen every night. That's amazing. Uh, but I do think that we are far more uh, productive and efficient and just alert uh, in the morning. And so pray uh, in the morning. Uh, choose one thing to pray. One thing that I always kind of laugh at my mom for is that she will take like four books into adoration, but a lot of times only read one. And so it's like she's prepared just in case she's really productive in prayer or I don't know, like reading through a lot. But one thing that has been helpful for myself is to hone in on to do one thing 
So whether that's praise and worship, whether that's just reading scripture, or deciding like, I'm just going to do a rosary, and, and, or whatever it may be, just focus in on one thing and, and do that. Uh, try to make it to Mass. Sometimes I love the idea of Mass being my prayer, one, because it's really the greatest <laughs> form of prayer. Mm-hmm. But two, it's just so nice to be able to go and sort of, you know, you participate, but you're receiving so much. And it's just so beautiful in that way. And you really, all you have to do is is show up. Uh, and so uh, I've always loved that about, <laughs> about the mess. Obviously, we want to do more than just show up. We want to really participate with full heart and voice, <laughs> as you would at the Basilica. Uh, <laughs> and so, yes, um, pray, talk out loud to the Lord. I find that that's really helpful for myself. Uh, if I just think my words, then they get lost or I wander more or I fall asleep. And so, <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, yeah, talking out loud has been uh, really good for me. Uh, I'm not a big journaler, but might be one day, but speaking out loud to the Lord, uh, whether that's in the car, sometimes that's, you know, that's like a safe space because no one's going to hear you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, yeah. Nice. Those are Joe's <laughs> approved tips and tricks. <laughs> How to Jesus better. No. Um, cool. Uh, well, before we go, I was going to ask you this earlier, but um, I think it's always so important to have your your kind of like the love story of God in your heart and near, near to your mind. Um, so kind of like the moment where you, maybe you first encountered God, you first, you've really felt his love just like those moments, it's always helpful for me, I know, to think back to like those moments where just the Lord really just sent down his grace. Mm-hmm. And those were, I, I keep those kind of like I do with Sarah when I, when I, when maybe things are tough or whatever. I think back to like like when we first fell in love or whatever, try to think back to those first dates or whatever. Um, yeah, so for you, do you have any, is there any moments or maybe a single moment that comes to mind like that? Yeah, there is one that does come to mind. It is somewhat recent actually, but... Uh, it was, um, I needed to go to confession and I didn't really want to. Um, and so I decided to go in the morning and, uh, when I got there, I just saw this was very abnormal, but the altar was totally, totally covered in, um, oh geez, whatever material you you put over it. It was like, I don't know. What is that called? Not the cloth but the yeah whatever it is yeah. <laughs> i'm yep. sorry i should again one of those things i should know that i don't know but it mm. was it was made by the school kids of this parish and it, it looked like a giant felt board when you're little hmm. and it had all of these it was just filled with sheep and it was it was i was i was kind of like oh i actually kind of like that you know and so and then it had you know jesus as a good shepherd you know carrying one of the sheep and we all know the story and so like walking in to confession and not really wanting to be there um and like seeing that just was like oh thank you like lord like yes um you know in this situation like the one sheep you you know put it on my heart to go to confession and i'm here and i'm in line and then um when i this is super random, but uh, when I 
when the confession was done, the priest asked me, he said, I have all of these flowers. And it was like a bundle of red roses and a bundle of white roses. Hmm. And he was like, and I don't want them. And he was like, do you want them? And so I, I said, yes. Um, and so I took all of these flowers and, you know, walking out of confession and seeing other people online, it was kind of funny. You know, like, you're, it's like think of like a pageant and you're coming out with all of these roses that, he, that this priest had been given. And, um, and I just like, after that, I just sat and cried in the pew because uh, the Lord just really loved me in a super unique way that, that, um, uh, that morning. And, uh, and, and this is going to sound totally kind of corny, but... I love to put like, um, like I love having flowers, you know, in the house. Um, it's something that my, my parents would do, uh, growing up is just have fresh flowers and like they would also, they just, you know, had beautiful flower beds as well outside. Mm. And so I, I grew up with that. Uh, and, and it's something that like, I still like to do part of the hospitality thing. Uh, and so, but I just would lately, I remember like before that I had been passing, um, sort of the, the floral um, part of the, like a grocery store and being like, oh, I want to buy the flowers. But then I would say to myself, like, no, you don't need to spend your money that way. Or like, you don't mm-hmm. maybe like you need to like allocate that money in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just was kind of like saying no to myself for those things. Mm-hmm. And like, and for the Lord to give me like a ton of roses yeah. um, in, you know, in confession was just like such a gift. And also like he knew that that was a, a, like a thing on my heart. <laughs> yeah. And so I was just able, and I wouldn't, I would never buy myself roses because those are so expensive, <laughs> you know? And, and so um, that was just like, I, I remember really being like, oh my gosh, like the Lord really loves me. Um, yeah. and, and I knew that, but it, it's, it's a totally other thing to, to really just experience it and be so surprised by the Lord. Um, and then be able to take those flowers home and like put them in the house. Mm. So yeah, that was right when you asked that question, just the first thing that came to mind. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Gosh, the Lord just knows exactly how to love us. It's, oh, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Well, great. Well, I think that's it. Um, before we go, is there any, anything else that you would like to say? Um, anything on your heart? Anything else before we go? Mm, I love the question. What's on your heart? It's a very <laughs> like pastoral, like focused missionary thing to ask. <laughs> How's your heart? Uh, no, thank you. Yeah. No, I thank you for, um, I, I love seeing the way that you've grown and I've thank you for the role model that you are, Ben, um, to not only me, but to so many in our men's group. Uh, you add so much value to all of our lives. And I am super excited for you and Sarah to, to be here more in town um, and to just be able to live more life um, with you guys. So, mm. yeah, much love. Oh, thank you, Joe. <laughs> thank you. Awesome. Thanks for being on the show. Cool. Yeah, thank you.